Welcome and thanks for tuning in. While you listen to this podcast and think about the topics that we'll explore, remember, the areas you're moving into are always most important. Plan well and move to protect others and yourself. That's how you deliver flawless service and move America safely. So enjoy life and enjoy this podcast. Welcome to an episode of Keeping It Real. I'm Mike. Travis, you doing good okay today? I'm good as usual. Yeah. Tavars? I'm doing wonderful today. I suckered you into coming over here today. Then. Unfortunately, <laughs> I said yes. I waited till the last minute. I said, hey, Tavars, come on over here with me and give me a hand today. <laughs> here I, I am. Hey, I brag about you enough on this thing. You know that, right? I do now. I'm building it up. I'm building you up real high. I, I've spoke about you several times about, uh, about how good you are at Trainer Foundation. Everybody breaks about him. Yeah, he. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. I talk about you on here all the time, so this feel, I'm sure these people feel like they know you. Travis, we got a guest today. Who do we have? Steve Steingraber. Hey, Steve. How are you doing today? Good. Hey, this is Steve at night. That's how people hear me when I talk on the phone. Um, I'm glad to be here and support my team. Well, good. What do you do for us here, Real? I work in the uh, um, evening hours and weekend hours for real. Um, weekdays, I'm uh, working uh, noon to 10, so I do a little bit of fleet coverage in the morning, um, in my morning part of my day anyway. Um, and then after everybody else goes home at 5 and 6 o'clock at night, mm-hmm. me and my other four cohorts are taking on the whole field of calls from everything except for maintenance. So on an average... How at in in the after hours deal where you work? How many people are generally in there? It's usually around four to five, depending upon the day. With how many trucks are we working with? Uh, what are we at? Two thousand twenty two hundred? <laughs> I don't know. I mean. So, so when people get frustrated when when they can't get you on the phone, that that probably that maybe that'll explain it for people out there. You know, you guys are kind of stretched thin because right. you're, you're you're just basically putting out fires, right? Yeah, we're there to, to um, plug the holes, fix the problems we can fix now. Mm-hmm. Um, there are things that we can do that we might, you know, might expedite a little bit quicker sometimes at night. Sometimes it might take a little bit longer to get the answer. And honestly, there's some things that I can't answer at night. Right. And the answer is the dreaded, you'll have to talk to your fleet manager about that in the morning. I've never heard that one before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what could the drivers out there do to help your job, make it easier for you? Well, um, the understanding that yeah, if you do call and we do, if you have to call, we want mm-hmm. you to call. We want to help you. We're, okay. we're here to help. Um, there are some things that that tip make our call volume go longer. Like uh, for example, we're not just fleet management. We're also taking safety calls. Mm-hmm. We're taking accident calls. We're taking you know calls where people have OS and D. Those accident calls and OS and D calls take time. Mm-hmm. And if you know, and, and sometimes you could tie up a guy for you know half an hour working an accident, especially if it's pretty severe. Thankfully, we don't have a whole lot of real bad accidents, but they still take time because safety does need us to get information for them. That's mm-hmm. hard to get once other people have left the scene and things like that. It would. I know me out there, Tavares. You, when I would be out there, I guess I was busy throughout the whole day, and then the I would go. Oh, well, I need to call and speak to speak to my fleet manager, and I'd look at the watch. Oh crap! 
because I had just missed mine leaving, and I knew you guys would always be swamped. Is that the way it was for you? Yeah, pretty much until I learned how to call in before <laughs> 5 o'clock. <laughs> but I was all, I'd always be busy, you know, and then, it, then next thing I know it, I look, and it's like, oh. You know, but I was always pretty. I think Larry was the one who normally got mine at night most of the time. Absolutely. And he was always real good with me. I, mm-hmm. I like dealing with him a lot. So Yeah, I remember Larry. Yeah, he's, he's no longer here, is he? No, he moved on to do some other things. Um, okay. He so. was always very pleasant. I liked dealing with him. Yeah. Yeah. How about maintenance support? Maintenance support does have extended coverage. I believe their coverage one runs till like one thirty and resumes at four thirty. And from one thirty to four thirty, we do the things that we can. The, the overnight portion of my of a team I work with, mm-hmm. they do the things we can to to help out and um, and get. If you need a record on the side of the road, they'll find it. Mm-hmm. But bear in mind, while they're doing that, they're not doing the other functions they do overnight too. So mm-hmm. yes, we're there to help as w- whatever we can. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you get if uh, the guys on the road get the answer of "Hey, you have to wait a little bit," it's because legitimately, it's mm-hmm. not an emergency. I mean, it, it unfortunately has to wait, which is not the answer anybody likes to have. Right. I don't like making the guys wait, but I don't have the answers right at hand sometimes, and mm-hmm. I'm truthful when I say that. So. Right. Um, it's not always pleasant, but it is the truth, and that's what I try to do every night. So I do have a question for you, Steve. Sure. Can you please define the word unsafe so we're all clear about what that word means, unsafe? Is it an unsafe environment? Are you? Do you feel unsafe to drive? Like sometimes we'll get calls um, where people are giving a, looking for permission for behavior or something like that. It's like, I can't answer that question. I'm not inside your head. I'm not there in the truck. What do you see? What do you feel? We kick that button, then that's the point where we start doing things to get towed out of people, towed mm-hmm. places, uh, people out of places, which we've done that before. Mm-hmm. So, and the reason I ask you that that question is because when we look at the word unsafe, as a company, we want to make sure that we're all on the same page with that word because obviously we've obviously seen people use the word unsafe, and it's like that's not unsafe, right? And then we've seen where yeah, <laughs> this is unsafe. I want to make sure that we're all clear about what that word means. So, again, when people call in, they understand what you guys are looking for when they say this is unsafe. Could you say anything that could potentially cause harm to our driver or others? That's exactly where it is, yes. And driver or others, which, um, I mean, yeah, because safety is a cornerstone. I think sometimes the calling out safety can be abused. I also think there's some people that think they can push through, and it's the call at the end of the day, but there's I've has to go the other way and, and get people mm-hmm. shut down and talk to other people to make it happen. Yep. So I've done both both directions of the question you're asking. I know what you're speaking to. Absolutely. And it's just more so so that we're using the word properly and that when we're actually feeling unsafe, we're actually saying it. We're not using it as a means to try to get what we want. Right. Absolutely. And it's good that we're in, to have that understanding. Right. Yes, sir. Yeah. When you got that new driver out there, because we we got a lot of new drivers out there, and you know it's winter mm-hmm. um, up here, especially. And that driver's scared to call you and tell you, you know, hey, I'm scared to stop. I don't want to be late on this load. What would you tell him? If it's not safe to go, shut her down right now. If nice. they're, if they're like, am I getting in trouble? I'm like, absolutely not. Yeah. Full stop. No, you're you're. This is the exact right choice. Like, and that's that's really a focus of our team, actually. Mm-hmm. 
um, trying to be situational safety aware and making sure that calling out those things to the guys and gals on the road. Because if it's not safe to go, if it's not safe to go that extra 10 miles road to the make delivery, and you're like, man, mm-hmm. it's too windy, it's too slick, it's too whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whether you're experienced or not, I mean, there's a continuum there to a degree. But at the end of the day, right. if it's not safe, you don't go, we'll solve the problem. We generally tell them over there in orientation when we're talking to them, you know, you may see a lot of other trucks out on the road. You may even see other rail trucks out on the road. But do you feel safe? Do you, you know, is this above your ability? If you don't feel comfortable, stop. I guarantee you if you call, they're probably going to tell you thank you for stopping. Yep. You know, and we'll reschedule if we have to. Yep. And you bring up a point with new drivers. Um, there's some drivers that occasionally run into that don't, don't understand that we will call and or we will answer their calls at night mm-hmm. here, you know, right. um, that they can talk to somebody other than their fleet manager about, about a question that everybody, everybody on the fleet management team mm-hmm. can usually answer unless it's something that's fleet or pay specific, right. something really in the weeds that not, another fleet or fleet manager might not know. Mm-hmm. Everybody that answers that call will be able to help you at some level, yeah. you know. Yeah, 24 hours, seven seven days a week, that's year right. round. Yeah, that's yep. what I tell them. How about customer-related issues? A driver calling in because the customer is asking for something specific and the driver's trying to get help, and they feel like they're being shortchanged because after-hour support can't answer the question that they're asking in the moment. How do you deal with those situations, and why do you deal with it as such? Um I myself have always tried to be truthful with the guys and gals calling in because we just don't have time for any pretense at night, okay? So I'll usually give them, if I know we can find the answer, I'll tell them, but it'll be like, hey, give me 15 minutes or something. It's going to take me a bit to get through the ether out to our one customer because you have to bear in mind here for customer support, there's four to five or six of us extended operations, operations people, and one person dealing with all the customers and all the lumpers at night here too as well so that's part of this this where we're going here um so i'm always up front with the people that i talk to uh, the guys and gals on the road and say hey it's gonna i'll get the answer if i think i know what the answer might be i'll get say i think it'll be this or this or i don't know i have to find out it's gonna take me at least 15 minutes to get that answer back unless and sometimes they're quicker than that did you find it was easier if they just shot you a message on the PC versus um, on the phone? It depends uh, what point of time at night you're talking about. And here's the other part about about having 2,000-plus uh, drivers sending right. messages. Um, we get the messages. We see them all. Mm-hmm. We can't answer them all immediately because mm-hmm. we're taking phone calls. You know, and yeah, but it's me, though. You're supposed to answer me. Yes, it's I understand me. that. You know? well, <laughs> nope. I, I get exactly what you're saying. I do. Um, and which is a frustrating for the right. guys and gals, and they and they and they get to vent their frustrations yeah. with us, and and honestly, that's fine because right. if you know, taking a, a minute or two to say, I'm just really frustrated. I know it's mm-hmm. not your problem, but la di da di da di da. This is the the issue of the day, and you're safe to drive after that. Mm-hmm. Great, you know, I mean, but yeah, no. But to answer your question, back to the customer service side of it, yeah, we can get customer service answers on a lot of things. It might take a little bit of time. Sometimes I can look open at the stuff, the customer service portals for like their orders and things. Uh, it's a program called Rome. Look in there and I can find the information. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, sometimes it's like, oh, here's the number for the broker. The broker wants to talk to you. You have to call mm-hmm. them to get that number, which is really annoying for the guys and gals. Gotcha. Um, which 
but brokers are a whole other thing. Yeah. Um, or sometimes I have to wait, or I, or we won't have that answer. It comes back because the customer didn't give it to us, or customer service can't reach whatever Maybe email. Maybe closed. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And that's the other part of it, too. Shipping and receiving facilities are 24 hours. Their right. customer service is not always. Right. So when it's the question of, hey, can I go in earlier? Or, hey, what's this or that? Simple thing that's probably an email that was sent right after the, the CSR, the customer mm-hmm. service rep left for the day mm-hmm. that we can't get access to. That's yeah. the kind of stuff that's infuriating and annoying for, for guys and gals, and I get it, but that's kind of the reality of some right. of it. So this one customer service planner that's working after hours with you guys, they're dealing with flatbed, curtain side, RGN, drive-in, and refrigerated, correct? Uh, yep, as, as, as they get the information, because sometimes things get missed and passed down because stuff uh, invariably for some people things will explode right at five o'clock when people go that's home. typical that's and that's yes yeah. that is very yeah well and again that understanding needs to be had you know so when those people are out there they can at least get a better understanding of why it takes so long when you right. guys say we'll get back to you as soon as possible because they really think you guys dis- just disregard them which I learned is not true yeah it, <laughs> not it's, even it's not true and, and it I feel bad when I've when I've uh, jumped between the message and the call and look and there's an mm-hmm. email that's been sitting there for five or ten minutes like, right. oh, I didn't send this out right as soon as it came in, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, I do feel bad if they have to wait for longer than they should have to wait. I mean, right. personally, yeah. yeah uh, but That's, that's kind of why I wanted you on here today because, you know, with us doing our end over there, we get a lot of the, the, the road guys. And I hear things and they go, oh, I better get this taken care of before <laughs> before my fleet. And I always tell them. Yeah, by all means, please yeah. do before they leave because yeah. these guys are swamped and you have to be patient with them. Yeah. You know. Oh, I got a funny one for you. Okay. You ready? Sure. So, as a driver, I was over the road and uh, East St. Louis, there's a pilot down there. You mm-hmm. remember that one, Mike? Yeah. Right by the racetrack? Right. I leave there at probably 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm heading downtown St. Louis to go right through the middle. I get about five miles down the road and boom! Tire. tire. Oh. And it looks like the 4th of July because the wires are smacking <laughs> yeah, the ground. Yeah, yeah. Sparks flying. We get over on the side of the road. We get parked. We got to get service now. Mm-hmm. And they say, send us pictures. I say, there's nothing but sidewalls. The whole. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, send pictures of what? There's nothing uh, there's here. Nothing left. <laughs> and this is one of those things that. I wanted, the reason I'm telling that is because it's an experience thing for me personally. But when I think back to that and I think about dealing with after-hour support, the things that go on behind the scenes that have to be taken care of that drivers really don't see or know about, There's that a covers reason. them in its entirety. And after-hour support has to do all of that stuff. It, and it and find job. the PO numbers and make sure workflows get kicked forward when they get held up because there's a drop and hook versus a, a live load. Yep. You know. So yeah. So we're trying to, to juggle that whole ball of wax at the same time. Well, it's a good thing you make the big bucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, I, I like the job. I mean, I really do. So. I, so, what got you into this? Where did you come from before this? Well, um, it's kind of an interesting story. So. Um, were you in a circus? You were a uh, No, 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 no. <laughs> Not quite that interesting. So, of all things, I actually went to school for law enforcement. Okay. And, oh, boy. which. Tavares, quit running. Officer Steve. Oh, dude. Oh, no, no. 
No, no, but it, and this this plays into it. I'll get there in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went to school for law enforcement, and this was back in the days before all the crazy you know law enforcement stuff right. started. When there was like two hundred people for we might have a, a application next year, a position open right. next year, maybe that kind of thing. Um, so it wasn't for me. So I eventually was working in a warehouse and worked in a warehouse in Wisconsin Rapids. So, <laughs> so funny story there. So I worked I worked there for about eleven years and, and needed a change and and. The, the beauty of, of my shift here, extended operations is a week on, week off schedule. So mm-hmm. I, I work a week, you know, a week and a weekend and holidays at, and everything that falls in there. But then I have the, my six days off. So that's right. love that that schedule. So I needed something more stable and, and for my family. So I came over here and I wish I would have come over here years ago, honestly. And how long have you been here now? It'll be five years in May. But the, the funny story with, with uh, Dairy, the Dairyland guys... I walked in here um, when I got hired, and somebody heard me talking on the phone, and one of the Dairyland drivers came around the corner of the, of the cubicles, and we used to have cubicles up upstairs there, and said, I swear I'm not late. <laughs> so it was funny. He remembered you. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then I, I happened to be across the wall from uh, a gal that I talked to on the phone all the time over here. So, <laughs> Steve? Oh, hey, Aaron. <laughs> Speaking of cubicles, how long have you been here? Say so what? Five, five years. years. Yeah. Five Jeez, years in man. May. Yeah. Five yeah. years in May. Yep. I don't call in that often. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since you drove, though. Only three. Yeah. Yeah, but I told you, man, you got to get really good at that stuff. <laughs> I call in at three o'clock in the afternoon about everything that I think can happen and annoy my fleet manager. That way, I have to annoy after hour support. So when I call in, they're like, "Hey, man, what do you need?" There it is. Okay, cool. We'll call you right back. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that's that's the way to be. I mean, if it's like, yeah. um, there's the messages that drop at like uh, twenty hundred Central Time or something like that, yeah. twenty one hundred about the whole hey, calling about this trip that's not scanned up. Those are important messages. You need to find the paperwork. We can't help you with any of that at night. Right. I mean, the payroll kinds of things. Why is my payoff? I can um, load limited amounts of money for limited amounts of things. But well, good. I, I need to know that. <laughs> we need something loaded a little bit later. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but for real though, I mean, I, I want to be as yeah. helpful as I can, but I right. also have limits. I don't have the access to everybody's right. uh, pay and, and performance and all that kinds of things. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, you know, so those kinds of questions, I mean, those are really payroll and your fleet manager are the best source of information mm-hmm. for how can I drive better? How can I, you know, why is, is this missing off of this check? Mm-hmm. I mean, because they can give you the direct straight answer, um, daytime hours, sense. which is hard because everybody's driving daytime hours to get right. from point A to point B. You know, it's and, a difficult thing. Mine, most of the time, I was shutting down about the time you guys were coming in, mm-hmm. unfortunately. <laughs> but I had a, my fleet manager was awesome. He he had me set up. I very most time he called me, hey, you still alive? Yeah, I'm still kicking. I'm fine. <laughs> well, I hadn't heard from you today. Well, I'll call you if I have a problem. But other than that, you know. Yeah. Just, didn't have much problem. They take care of me, so I didn't really have a lot of problems here. Yeah. So uh, when you're not at work, when you're not at rail for your eight days, you have six days off, you got the same schedule I got. What do you do for them six days? Well, I have a wife and two boys, so they keep me busy. Um, active in my church. My wife's a, a Lutheran school teacher, a parochial school teacher in town here in Marshfield. Um I was uh, a, a volunteer on the um, – our city police department's auxiliary program, like mm-hmm. uh, volunteer assistance for like traffic and parades mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. But um, 
one of the cool things I get to do in town here is I'm, I'm a police and fire commissioner for the city of Marshfield. So I'm one of the guys that looks at their budgets and mm-hmm. says, hey, chief, why are we spending this money? Right. <laughs> oh, I thought you were the guy that drives the SUV and says, hey, there's a fire. <laughs> no, 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 that's not me. <laughs> Let's put some water over there. He gets no. to ride around and mark your, mark your tire. You've been here for two hours and one minute. You need to move. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that's not me. No. So... Oh, there's some people in bigger cities. You've seen them. They they get they get excited. They get to ride around in them little carts and mark your tires. And oh yeah, oh yeah. But, uh, yeah. So you, you said you had a couple of kids. Any any hobbies you're into? Um, I'm pretty busy with with my my kids and my family in the church mm-hmm. right now. It's just kind of how the season of life I'm in right now. So yeah, don't really, right. you know, have anything substantial. I guess right I now. So. You don't hunt. I have hunted. Um, all my hunting land is an hour and a half uh, east of here, so it's kind of uh, difficult to on a school schedule to run over there, justified and coming back and whatever. It's just it's not a priority at this time. So you just stop at the grocery store. <laughs> well, actually, um, that you say that I yes I do, but my dad a, was a farmer actually, mm-hmm. so I still get meat from my dad, so that's kind of nice. Yeah, that's always nice. What about a fisherman? No, don't like fishing. No, no sorry. I, I've been wanting to go ice fishing. You don't like that Chris sound, the ice cracking under <laughs> your feet while you're up there? Oh, no, that's, that's not a problem. I was just on a, yeah. a frozen lake in, in uh, um, Minnesota like last winter, mm-hmm. so I, I don't have a problem walking on the ice. I'm just like, the fishing, eh, I could take it or yeah. leave it. So. Please don't invite me. You'll be the only one out there. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a good question for you. Yeah. Dealing with inexperienced drivers versus experienced drivers. Which one's your favorite to deal with? Um, that way they don't know who to ask for. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're each each have their their pluses and minuses. It's it's uh, for the newer drivers. I mean, um, sometimes they'll. I know, I know there's a, such a fire hose of information and orientation. I'm sure there's there's things that I'm sure they got told that they that have been forgotten that that you had don't have to use. Like most of the time, they're bored over there. We barely give them anything to do. Ah, uh, whatever. <laughs> I don't believe that, man. That's not no. true. <laughs> Somebody is screaming out there right now. Yeah, going, sh- You're lying. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, I, I, there, there's pluses and minuses yeah. to both, and it depends upon the, the driver. But, I mean, mostly they, they're eager. They want to learn. They want to do the right yeah. thing, um, like our, our value, do the right of thing, course. man. Um, so they're, they're, they're just glad glad to be here, glad for the help. Um and there's there's experienced guys that I've talked to that you know, well the whole five years I've been here, mm-hmm. um, that it's like calling oh this will be a good 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 phone call I haven't talked to this guy in a while I'm kind of glad to really glad to, legitimately really glad to talk to this person mm-hmm. sometimes we just don't have have a whole lot of time for conversation sometimes just because of the volume of work we, we, we got to do we tend to get lonely and we like to talk have mm-hmm. you noticed that oh April yeah. Fools. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 I could tell that. I, You know, I know, like, whenever I get to talking to people I hadn't seen in a while, mm-hmm. I'm like, we just talk about nothing. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's, we're lonely, I guess. We listen to podcasts, I guess, or whatever yep. we're doing. Yep. So, yeah. Which, I mean, which is, that's fine. I mean, it's, it's, um, it's it's less fine between the hours of seventeen hundred and and twenty hundred central, however, because that can be a right. pretty rip roaring time for us right. call volume wise. So, um, you know, 
Speaking of call volume, how many calls do you guys take per night on average? Uh, it depends upon the the week, but it's like probably I don't know ninety per week or per day. Per day. Oh, per day. Okay, I thought I thought I, I thought I heard you per, say per day, but then I thought let's make yeah. it per week. Per day, probably ninety to I mean upwards of a hundred and twenty, a hundred and thirty, just per on night. average. And yeah. that's between the hours of what and what specifically. Um, well, for me, it'd be like like my. Uh, um, noon to 10 p.m. But like for the rest, because the way it's structured is there's me and my opposite Amber, mm-hmm. noon to 10. The guys at night that talk to us a lot, don't know, mm-hmm. and and some of them know, know the schedule better than I do sometimes. It's kind of scary, but <laughs> but um. So yeah, me and my opposite rotate both rotate in and out on Fridays. We're mm-hmm. eight on, six off, and then there's uh, two different schedules alternating that are seven seven. Like 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they'll take you know upwards of 100 easily per night. And that's five people dealing with 100 plus. Phone Actually, calls. that that would be four. Wow. Yeah, that'd be four people. You know, including me because I'm in at five. Mm-hmm. So because the way this goes, right, is is you have uh, five o'clock. Conley, fleet managers leave, safety leaves, and every, and there's all the other overflow. All the daytime fleet, man, you know, so that Conley continuous coverage leaves at five, um, safety leaves at five. Then all the rest, like Gary and Marshfield, those continuous coverage, like the six to six, six a.m. Mm-hmm. to six p.m., because we got to remember that there's also continuous coverage in the daytime on the mm-hmm. weekends as well. That are that's twenty four hour three sixty five, right? So they they uh, all leave at six p.m. So at six p.m. it's me and and three other people. You know, from that time till I leave at ten, and then it's three people over, or three or four people overnight. They have time. <laughs> uh, it does slow down after probably mm, eight or nine o'clock. It just depends upon the night. Ah, it, it slows down a little bit where you can breathe and and go mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, it picks back up around two a.m. Doesn't it? That's right. There it is. <laughs> two or three o'clock in the morning. Everybody, everybody, everybody wakes up and it's ready bed. to go and. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, they're they're calling you, going, "Hey, I overslept. I'm sorry." Blah blah blah. So listen, drivers, call in between the hours of 9 p.m. and midnight. That way, they can't get up. <laughs> oh, man, you're cold. Man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Got to have a little bit of fun, man. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Keep them busy. Keep them on their toes. Yeah. Uh-huh. But that is a lot of phone calls for any person to be taken in. You mm-hmm. figure that's what an average of 25 phone calls per person. Average phone call what? 15 to a half an hour on average. 15 to a half an hour for minutes per, per phone call. call. Uh, no, we're we're tracking after like average for a phone call is probably like two to, two to five minutes or less. Oh. Straight to the point. Yes, like so so literally, and that honestly, you say what's the best thing drivers can do? Like you said, straight to the point. Yes, yeah. so, uh, the the um, hey, this happened. They won't take the load. Mm-hmm. ETA is this whatever. Like the direct. Mm-hmm. You know, on the weekends d- during the day, I can have longer conversations. Mm-hmm. But at night, especially between that six, seventeen, or eighteen hundred mm-hmm. time frame to about twenty hundred, eight p.m. ish, or eight o'clock now, because yes. they're going to be calling you like Tavar said, eight o'clock now. Yeah. Oh, you set him up for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, but I mean, down. call now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but for real though, I mean the the yeah. the more, I mean, we we do want to help that that mm-hmm. and. And I think that's something that can um, 
come across as um, rude. Yeah, sometimes rude, sometimes kind of blunt, but especially during that time frame, yep. we're you know mm-hmm. stacked up and, and running as fast as we can to try and help as many people as we can. That is the goal here to help the team, mm-hmm. yeah. right? It's not. It's we're not trying to be rude, but. We do need to get to the point, right. and we do need to get the information we need to be able to mm-hmm. continue to advance your load and advance everybody else's load too. Absolutely. So that that's that's the goal: advance the loads. Gotcha. You know? So let's go back to your hobbies. You gave us a few. Anything else? Uh, what else you like to do? Um, usually Marvel movies, um, movies with my boys. Uh, uh, we like history. So I mean, um, they're actually in Marshfield. If you're in Marshfield mm-hmm. during daytime hours, have time. There's an awesome. Uh, uh, museum downtown now, War Room Museum. Um, which but, which one? A War Room Museum. It's a, okay. a, a, a downtown Marshfield. It's a military history. So interested in history. Um, they got some uh, Upham stuff in there? Uh, they don't, no. Because uh, Civil War, right? He yeah, Civil wounded. War, yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know if it, if they have much Civil War in there. It's most, a lot of World War II and post-World okay. mm-hmm. War II stuff in there. A little bit of World War One. Not a whole lot of Civil War, but... Yeah, you'd think they would have some Upham stuff in there. Well, you know, I mean, well, I'm not the curator. <laughs> yeah. That place has two floors to it, correct? Upstairs it, and down? No, it only has the one floor. Is it, okay. What's the name? Is it what, uh, yeah. War Room Museum. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Google but, it, right? Yeah. Well, I know what I'm doing this week. Checking out the War Room Absolutely. Museum. Where is it located? Uh, it's on uh, 3rd and, and Central. I'll be checking that out this week. <laughs> yeah, it might be something good for a driver that's yeah. doing a reset here. Yeah. Check out yeah. too. Yeah. Gives them something to do. Yeah. What, what kind of uh, Marvel? What kind of action? Um, I uh, like Captain America. Yeah. You know? Did you see the new uh, Black Adam that come out? I did not get to it's yet. Actually, no. not bad. It is. It's not is bad. That DC though. It is. Yeah. Yes. It he, sure super, is. He met Superman at the end. Oh. oh. Yeah. So that would be DC. Oh, you're ruining it? it for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought about the end of it. It is DC. <laughs> That's still good though. It was it wasn't bad. Okay, that's you, good to know. You actually shared that with me the other day. You was telling me how they had redone the sh- yeah. Shazam. Shazam. It's totally different than yeah. the original. That's mm. really. Have you seen it yet? I have no. not seen. It. I've seen the trailer. If, if you don't, if you don't pay attention, you won't catch it. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta pay close attention to the movie to see what's going on to catch to see where they did what they did. I'm not gonna go too far into. Okay, it, but fair enough. I caught it at the end. I was, oh, that's what they did. That's a that's the first one I've really liked in a while because they had kind of there for a while. It was like every week they were beating us to death with a superhero type movie, mm-hmm. and it was kind of like we had a little bit of a break there, and then they threw this one in. It was different than the other one, so I was like, yeah, okay, I can deal with this. Yeah, pretty cool. cool. Anything else you're into? Oh, that's about it. I'm kind of boring. You're a sports so. guy. You like sports or not? You know, I'm like kind of a I want to say Fairweather fan, but honestly, if I'm going to a, a, a football game or something mm-hmm. like that, I'm there for the Super Pretzels. <laughs> That's oh. about it. <laughs> Are you watching the Super Bowl for the commercials? Sometimes, yes. <laughs> what about when you're at a game and you get a hot dog? Yeah. Do you put ketchup on it? Nice, nice, Travis. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, why? What's the question here? You do? That's the question. Yeah, That's yes. Question. You yes. do? Ketchup. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a good Marvel question for you. Who went in a fight between Captain America, your favorite, and the Incredible Hulk? Oh, man. <laughs> That's a hard one, man. It has to be the I want to say Cap, but I mean... 
the Hulk's the Hulk, you know. Yeah, you'd have to <laughs> the Hulk. The won't survive a Hulk smash, will it? <laughs> no, it won't. I mean, so I mean, he's got superpowers, but I don't know if he's super enough for that. This is DC's version of of Captain America. Yeah. You know, every one of them's got their own. I don't think DC has. Uh, no, nope. that would be like That's Superman, Marvel. though, wouldn't it? That's specifically Marvel, I believe. Yeah, but I'm thinking they all got oh, the same. Version of you it? know, oh. it'll be the Superman then, right? Uh, there's another know. like, isn't there some maybe Batman? Yeah, <laughs> there's some other kind of team or something like that, but it's really kind of a didn't go anywhere. Yeah, kind of a, a massive misfits. I don't even know what it's called because yeah. they all the got thing? you know you've got uh, what is it Wonder Woman? She's Captain Marvel, and it's to my opinion. I mean, I thought well, I and they really did steal off each other. That's well, kind of, of course they deal, did. Yeah, know? they didn't kiss. Still Shazam, though, did is there a Shazam in the other one? You really want me to spoil it for oh, you? Oh, please do, yeah. <laughs> I will. If you when you watch the movie, uh-huh. Just watch the movie. Okay. But for him to transition like he does, he has mm-hmm. to say the word. Uh, you're right. So most people don't pick up on that because the way the movie is laid out, he's not laid out as a superhero mm-hmm. at all. He's actually laid out borderline villain. In, in the latest Black Adam, he's laid out borderline villain. Yeah, he was. Mm. Yeah. So if you don't pay attention, you won't catch it. But when he finally does his transition, he says, you have to say the word. And when he says it, if you're not paying attention, you won't catch that what does it. That's what actually switches him back and forth, just like Shazam. Mm, okay. But he does not behave like any other Shazam you've ever seen because mm-hmm. it's usually like some dorky kid that turns into this muscle-bound superhero. Now he's fight, trying to figure out how to fight crime. No, he he's just straight up like uh, let me see how I can put this. Um, a drug lord going straight. <laughs> he's like he's yeah. like very violent. He could care less about anything. He just <clears throat> does. And if you're the problem, he deals with you, period. That's it. He doesn't he care who he hurts in the process. Yeah. He just does it. But then he starts realizing that there's more to what he's doing, et cetera, et cetera. But it's a really great movie. Sounds like a it. more uplifting version of The Punisher or something. Yeah, exactly. That would that would be a perfect example of what I mean. Well, almost. Because I think he might have killed some civilians. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> It's kind of like a better version of Hancock. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, kind of yeah, like that. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. he was kind of like a bad guy, you know, when Will Smith yep. played him. And yeah. then he, by the end, he was kind of coming around to it. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'd say. But the end of it, I, I was I was shocked to see the end of it. I was like, wait, what? So there's definitely probably, I hope there's a part two to this. I really do. Marvel's got a method to their madness. I wouldn't be shocking to me. They've already but, got but three or four made up. Marvel or DC because of who showed up at the end. I haven't seen the movie, so I don't know. <laughs> we'll find I'm out. I'm curious George now, because I didn't pay that part. No I'm about to but watch it was a good movie again. to watch. So the dude's not bad. He's just lost. He He's was moved. a slave who was saved mm-hmm. by his son. And I'm not going to tell you the rest. Yeah, because throughout the whole movie, I thought he was the one who got it the whole time. You nope, know? he wasn't. But, I mean, they led you to believe that he yep. was, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of got a little twist on the end yep. of it. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's a good movie though. Like I, I purely enjoyed watching that movie from beginning to end. If you haven't seen it, it's definitely worth the watch. Okay, but you good know the Captain America movies—they really didn't. A lot of people didn't like them, but I thought they were real good. Because it came out of test tube. 
I mean, well, I agree, you but know. I mean, the the very first Captain America was awesome when because I, I hadn't seen anything like that before. Mm-hmm. But it kind of threw me because I always thought, who was the woman that was in there? It was kind of he had a crush on her. What, Peggy Carter. Yeah, I for some reason I thought that was going to be Wonder Woman. I don't know why. I just assumed it was. Well, they, they did produce a whole spinoff series, uh, What If, where she became mm-hmm. Captain Carter. You know. I mean, oh, okay, gotcha. So where it went the other way. So mm-hmm. that's interesting. But yeah, that, I always thought she'd end up being Wonder Woman. Travis, are you talking about Black Adam? Yeah. Yes. Okay. And, yes. Okay. And this Shazam character is in that's that? Black Adam. That's Black Adam. Okay. I, yeah. 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 As you can tell, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> we watched it the same weekend. No, <laughs> I got a really good question for you. Sure. Since you're a Marvel fan, what'd you think of She-Hulk? Have you seen it? I have not seen it yet. No. Me either. Watch it. Is it worth it or no? I'm gonna say two words. Watch it. Okay. All right. In a good way or a bad way? Okay. <laughs> that means no. <laughs> Have you ever been roped into watching something like that that you've just been looking forward to and it comes out and you're like, oh, no. <laughs> I have. You, Tavares? Yeah. Which one? I, uh, The last movie I saw that was like that was, um, what the world was the name of that movie? It's a movie about a husband and a wife who went to this cabin to allegedly save their marriage. And the husband ended up asphyxiating. And you think that there's something more going on and there's not. He can't be using them $20 words on this. He choked on his, well. <laughs> I got you. I had to use that. You know what I'm going with that. He, he ate a hot dog with, cat, with mustard I got you, on I got you. and he, he didn't huh. survive it. I don't remember that one. Anything you can think of, Steve? Should we use ketchup? Hmm. <laughs> Not mustard. <laughs> Travis, while he's thinking about it? No. Something that kind of let you down? No. That you're looking forward to? or you? you yeah, saw- you know that you'd been waiting and it just kind of, uh, or maybe you were surprised that it, it was as good as it was. I would say the Superman. I like the Superman one myself. What one? Superman. The, the one when they first redone it. Like, he gets a lot of crap. Ah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah okay. he they, they gets a lot of crap. A lot of people don't like the Superman with the that guy that's in it. You know, the one that looks like a model, nah, that dude. But I thought it was good. I, I what always, about the uh, the Batman? Which one? There's the a, Batman. The last one? Yeah, I thought it was good. It was, like, real and kind of gritty. and The dude from, um, from the... Um, Vampire Werewolf movie, right? Correct. I, oh, I'm not sure about the Vampire. Oh. Movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. But. From okay. Twilight or whatever. Yeah, the guy from uh, Twilight. No, it ain't dude from Twilight. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Too. It is. Ro- Robert Pattinson. Oh, show. really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, no it's way, terrible. Man. I didn't even know that. No, yeah. <laughs> that's funny, yeah. man. But yes. I thought it was a good movie. Oh, I was talking about Twilight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Twilight, yeah, no. Uh-huh. Sparkly no, the, vampires. The Batman Come on, Trav. The bat, the Batman was good. Yeah, I, I honestly did not know that was that dude. Yeah, yeah. that's funny. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't. They did him good though as Batman. Yeah. I, I didn't get all the hype and when the, when they did the Joker, you know, the one when he passed away. Uh, Heath Ledger. Yeah, it was good, but I think if he hadn't passed away, it wouldn't have been what they made it out. Those to Nolan be. Batmans. Yeah, it was. They were good. Director. I mean, the, but the worst Batman of them all. I, I bet. Which one was it? The Go worst ahead, Batman. Well, probably like the ones after uh, Keaton. You know, the ones that Keaton was in. Like but which one? In, There's a bunch. So which one? Like, Y'all Batman think about Returns? It. I don't know. Who are you thinking? George Clooney? The one with uh, Schwarzenegger? Or, or Ben Affleck? The one with the penguin in it. 
that's might be the worst Batman ever made. Was that DeVito? For, it had yeah, it had Danny DeVito in it, and it had um, uh, Jim Carrey playing the Riddler. Oh yeah, and it's the I I try to watch it, and oh. it's 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 like Smokey and the Bandit Part Three. Is that have it, you ever? <laughs> no, the Batman is uh, Keaton, right? No, that was no? George Clooney. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. George Clooney. That was Clooney. Yep. Yeah, that's it's just bad. Yeah. So, speaking of remakes and stuff like that, have you seen the the new Top Gun? Oh yeah. Oh, that's yeah. great. I love it. Yeah, I, I was I the same way. Tavares. Have you it. not? Have you seen the original? You yeah. haven't seen the original it's been a long time, man. Uh, the first Top Gun came out what in the nineties. 80s. Yeah. Was it 90s? Yeah. No, late 80s, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I was. It might have been 90s. 80s, I was born in the 80s, like so I mean. <laughs> I thought you were older than that. No. Yeah. You've got to watch the My beard ain't, ain't as white as yours. <laughs> 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 That's just because you use Just for Men. Hey, <laughs> man, don't tell nobody. <laughs> yeah, you got to watch the original Top Gun and then watch the new Top Gun because they good. go together good. And yeah, it's a good movie. And it's actually, the, the, the newer Top Gun is cleaner than the original Top Gun. It is, For it kids. is, and I like how they used a lot of the original stuff, but I, I didn't think they had a couple of spots when he's in there playing the piano. I was like, okay, now we're getting a little cheesy, but mm-hmm. for the most part, I thought it was good. I liked how they brought Val Kilmer in it. You know, they still had him in it. Uh, I was thought he in it was, the wheelchair? He's what, 60 he now? He couldn't talk. He couldn't talk. Yes, he, um, he had like uh, throat cancer or something. Something like that. Like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah in he's the movie a, or real life. Real oh, life. Man. Well, and both actually. Speaking of Val really? Kilmer, what's your favorite Val Kilmer movie? Ah, you know what I'm talking about, Shamar? Heat. Heat. Val Kilmer. Yeah. Okay. To, to I, don't, I don't. really have one. I kind of like The Saint actually. I take it back. Tombstone. What's the worst one? You remember? Uh, I bet you I can top all of them. The worst Val Kilmer movie yeah. I've ever seen. Batman. <laughs> was he in Batman? Yeah, he, he was. Yeah. He was. He was in Batman. I don't even remember. Batman, it must have yeah. been horrible because I don't <laughs> even remember. What about Real Genius? Never seen it. It's that bad. You ever seen it? I have not. It sounds like it was probably a good idea. It's an <laughs> '80s movie from the early '80s, and the only thing I can remember is they're like really super smart. They're kids, and they do this house, and they they're trying to to. I don't know, there's the dean or something was going against him. So they put a bunch of popcorn in his house and they do the lasers to the sun and, and explode. It's horrible. And I sit there and watch it every time I see it. Uh, but anyway, uh, I think that's about it, you guys. Y'all ready to get out of here? Sure. All right. Well, it was fun. Travis, thank you. Yeah. Steve, thanks for coming on today. Uh, it's my pleasure to be here. I'm glad to help you guys out. So, yep. Tavares, thank you for helping me. Absolutely. All right. You guys keep listening for the podcast, and we'll keep bringing you brand new ones. Until next time. Keep it safe and do it the railway. way.